All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, The Big Bite. Welcome, welcome. My name is Maria. And I'm JP. And you know what they say about Big Bites, JP? What do they say about Big Bites, Maria? Big drinks. Oh, the biggest. The the biggest, because you know what we did last week? What did we do last week? We went to a bar and watched uh, goldfish racing. Oh, my God. It was... When I first heard that we were going to go goldfish racing, right? I'm I, like, I, I, th- I was so excited, but then I got a couple of mixed reviews from my friends. But honestly, it was a pleasant surprise. It was, it was quite entertaining. Was it? <laughs> I feel like for me, it was just a clear example of... Um, animal abuse? Because it was. Definitely animal abuse, but also my mom tells me a lot to always keep your expectations low in life because then they're always exceeded and i did not do that i had very high expectations for this being a very wholesome but slightly trashy event because that's Mm. that's my brand wholesome but a little trashy (laughs) so i was like oh yeah this is this is going to be wonderful it's going to be exactly my my vibe and in reality it was kind of like a a pre-club frat party vibe. <laughs> I It was very fratty. I thought it would be less fratty. Um, but yeah, it was it was in this club, or not a club, a bar in uh, this party part of San Diego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we, essentially what they do is they take these like really long, I don't even know if you can call them tanks. What what would you call them? Troughs. Yes. Clear okay. troughs so we can see the fish, right? They put one goldfish at the end and give a guy a straw, right? So there's two troughs side by side, a goldfish in each trough with uh, one person for tr- per trough with a straw. Now that person has to blow bubbles at one end of the trough to make the fish swim in the other direction. Whichever fish gets to the end of the trough the opposite end of the trough the fastest they win the other one um loses potentially uh forever (laughs) well okay should we let's mention before because i i had never heard of this before but jp you have a, a personal story that you told me at this bar oh yes so this is not my first encounter with um goldfish being used in drinking games um, my mom's boyfriend or husband now holds, um, the record or is actually second place to the record for the most number of goldfish eaten, drank, drank <laughs> in, in one, in one night at his fraternity in St. Louis. Yeah, well, it's I'm not sure. It, it could yeah, be either cause, cause, or. So what happens, I guess, is this fraternity, the routine, or it's a very common, I guess, hazing tradition for many fraternities is to get a cooler full of goldfish and all the pledges have to drink one goldfish as some sort of ritual to say, ah, you're in the org, right? Um, apparently they took it a little further this year and decided to make it a competition. <laughs> and that was, so, so that was the only year that they did that then? Um. Or do they do that? That I year? know of. He <laughs> swallowed seven, over 72 goldfish in one night. 
72 goldfish, like live goldfish swimming around in one night. I would love to know his bowel movements. Uh, they weren't pretty, I would assume. <laughs> You'd assume. I'd assume. Yeah. He did not save them for me to view. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, realistically, those goldfish face the same fate as a majority of goldfish do. No, um, no they don't. Being flushed down the toilet. Oh, it's just a little indirect, right? Yeah. I'm like, what, do all goldfish face <laughs> life eternal in stomach acid? I mean, I'd assume that they they died before then. I mean, I, I, mean I, I would be horrified if he chewed. Do you think he chewed? If you no. had to swallow a goldfish, would you chew it up? I mean, I am a smaller person than the average man, so I don't know... If my mouth size would be enough to, to truly, or my throat size. I'm sorry. This <laughs> Do you have a strong gag reflex? For <laughs> Let's get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> no comments. Uh, <laughs> um, but boys, I'm single. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, we'll get to the dicks later. Yes, Trust we me. will. Oh, we will get to the dicks later. <laughs> Trust me, we will. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess I, I think I could swallow one whole. I don't think it would be particular because I struggle with like swallowing like pills. Mm. Right. Yeah. And and I mean, I, I, I'm trying to think like, is it because the pills are dry or be, like because the goldfish is like wet and gonna be like a little bit slimy. Yeah, it comes with its own lubricant. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it has its own lubricant, so it's, like, going to be much easier to swallow than a pill. Like, uh, popping an aspirin or something. Yeah. Anyways, the reason we're talking about this is because one of, again, we we started watching the race. The very first race we watched, um, one of them miserably lost, and then the man took it from this water which by the way scooped it back out of the trough with a couple with a cup right and the water is disgusting yeah it's like fish tank water it's it's not it's not it's fish tank water that was left in a shitty bar for hours like open (laughs) so it's it's like you might get a little beer beer i don't know some guy poured like a little bit of his drink in there yeah. I'm sure, yeah. And, like, you know, probably... And, and also the the goldfish, they were kept in these little plastic cups, right? So they were kept there for a few hours. So they were probably, like, shitting and all of that. So they definitely got some fish shit in there as well. Goldfish are notorious fish shitters. Really? No, that's actually a fact, yeah. They produce a lot of waste. Oh! There is a fun... There you go. I had no idea. <laughs> the more you know. There's your fun fact. Yes, there is our, our fun fact for this episode. Um, but anyways, he scooped it up back from this like slimy trough and just drank the water with the fish in it. Yeah. Drank a hole. Yeah. And then was it was it you or Brandon that was like, did he just eat the fish? That was me, and then the okay. guy in front of me was like, oh, yeah, it's a fish. What else are you supposed to do with them? Yeah, this man was like, of course he, of course he ate the fish. It's a fish. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is literally like one of the goldfish, like you get this goldfish from like Petco or something. Yeah, I, those things have, I have worked at Petco before, and those tanks full of parasites, 
those fish hella overbred not like their parents are definitely siblings like it's not the best quality goldfish you're gonna get so um would i ever have one for brecky no thank you i'll pass i'll take my eggs and bacon yeah, I mean, I'll just go vegetarian <laughs> after after seeing witnessing that experience because that was truly horrifying. Um, but yeah, that was um, JP and I's uh, adventure last week. Uh, did you get up to anything else over the week? Let's see. Also, overall, the bar was a good time. I had a great time talking to everybody. And the rest of the week was not too eventful, you know? Having a good time. I'm a producer for a local version of Survivor that I'm helping out set up and stuff, set up the mm-hmm. challenges. That's kind of exciting, but that's about it, you know? Cool. What about you? Um, I had a pretty, or I was having a pretty chill week, um, but I'm, as I said before, I'm a grad student. I helped scientist. out. Scientist. A scientist. And, you know, work hard, play hard. And essentially, we had recruitment this week. Ah, I heard. Yes. And uh, our friend, Ran. Ran, yeah. Yeah. She was offered a tequila shot. And instead of taking it, she gave it to me. Oh, no. Did you have lime? No. It was straight Kirkland Signature. Oh, my God. Tequila, which I love. I'm, I'm a slut for Costco. But... Yeah, that... Not their tequila. Not their tequila. That ain't it. Um, but yeah, I got real drunk, and then I got food poisoning as well from recruitment. Oh my god. So it was just not a good combination. So I was like very simultaneously hungover and food poisoned on Saturday. <laughs> that sounds awful. Please take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fun. Um, but yeah, goldfish racing was still like, despite the horrors, was still it was still very nice to catch up with everyone and chat to everyone yeah. over the club music. So, yeah, yeah, I was a bit of a, a party girl last week. <laughs> the party I never am the party. stops. You are the party. Yeah. life of the Ex- party. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know who also is the party? Who? Jeremy Wade. Oh my god, the, he is a party girl if I've ever met one. Yes, yes. And uh, where is the party if we're talking about river monsters except for the Amazon? Yeah. The Amazon is the ultimate party. When they went to that morgue, that was pretty lit. We'll, we'll get... <laughs> what? My favorite... I, he was so not down to go to the morgue. He was so he, not. He down. was so not down. <laughs> my my favorite part of that was when they showed the photos of the victims. Spoiler alert! And they did like the horror thing where it was like, like yeah, it's like you could almost hear the psycho duck in the background as they change slides. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. It's like it's it's like I was expecting Jeremy to be like, "Here's Johnny," you know. <laughs> But anyways, that's a, that's that's uh, we're we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves. This episode overall was horrifying, by far the most intense and like actually kind of scary episode that we've had so far. I I think I mean and spoiler alert, we are talking about several different members of the catfish family, including the one that uh, disproportionately affects men, as we'll go. <laughs> 
we'll go into. Um, so I will say I personally was not that affected by it because um, mm. I am I I do not have a penis. Um, you got but... holes though. <laughs> I guess yes, but I I holes are a little smaller. I guess yeah. I I mean I I will say all of the reports have involved penises, but maybe that is just because <laughs> men like to pee everywhere. Mmm, they're a little yeah. So okay, what we're getting at is there's this catfish, this tiny little catfish that is attracted, it, it's, it's a scavenger, right? It eats the corpses of animals or just, it's a, no, actually this one is a parasite, the smallest one. It's called like the Kandiru, something yes. like that. And it apparently likes uh, fish and it likes to suck on the blood of fish and it tracks down the fish by their urea or their urine, right? So it smells the urine, the goes ure- to the catfish. Their urea gets released through the gills. Mm-hmm. So it actually goes through the gills. Yeah. Into the fish, and yeah. The gills are probably the closest the fish can get to their bloodstream in contact with the water. That's how they breathe, get the oxygen into their red blood cells or whatever. So obviously that's the go-to place. Well, you know what? Also uh, has plenty of urea or urine. Um, humans, and Men. when we release it, <laughs> specifically when we hover our dicks over the edge of the water. <laughs> Fish. ample opportunity for a little old catfish to pop in there and swim up your urethra until you're, I don't know, keeled over for four days trying to get it removed by a do- random doctor in Brazil. Yeah, I'll talk when we, so we got an interview with the person who the, like, a person who got this fish up, up, up his dick, and I will tell you who this reminds me of, um, but first, Jeremy does not, this, this is a completely outlandish thing that Jeremy first starts with. So. Oh yes, should we get into the episode? Yes, let's get okay. into the episode. So, first, um, like like we said, we're back in the Amazon and talking about several different catfish species. So he first, we first we get a really really big close up of Jeremy's face. Did you notice? Oh, this? I did. I wrote that down actually. It was very intense. Not the typical introduction we usually get. No, and it's just like, you know, I understand that they're trying to be more dramatic, but it's also like, why is this so necessary? Like, why why can't we just have a close-up of his face? Why does it have to be half of his face? I guess because he has those piercing eyes. They are very blue. Yeah, and so maybe he, they just wanted him, like to close up on his eyes for drama. Um, maybe he was proud of his skin or care routine that week or something. Who knows? I mean, he has, I mean... I think, quite frankly, he does have he has no skin routine. Yeah. He has those wrinkles. He needs he needs he needed to put sunscreen on. Jeremy, yeah, he's, he's a little toasty looking, a little overcooked. A little burnt toast situation. But yeah. again, that's just him being British and traveling everywhere. Um, but so yeah, we get this close up of Jeremy's face, and then he talks about this truck that is carrying the corpse of a man to the police station, yeah. right? And then they show all these images of, of like, this situation where apparently this fisherman was dragged out of the... He, like, jumped out of the boat to get something or to get, like, a fish off a hook or the something. The net. To, to get the net, right? Yeah. And then he pops up maybe 20 minutes later or however long, and his friends are like, where is he, you know? Oh, wait, look at this catfish that they grabbed. 
out of the net, and it's like this humongous catfish with his with their friends like feet sticking out. Yes, it's just, just his feet, and they keep on showing this picture of this reenactment. They don't. They keep on showing this picture of like some feet sticking out of a catfish mouth, just like very black and white, very plain, very serious. And then halfway through this like reenactment, they're all like, oh, this is a reimagining of the event. Yes, they show the photo maybe three or four times before they say that it's a fake photo. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's so... It's so fake. It's like the most Photoshop thing I've seen. I'm like, what is happening here? Yeah, so in my notes, I like put in like, is this real? <laughs> It was very shocking to look at. Yes, but then, quite frankly, like, cause, cause they, they say that it, they insinuate that it happened recently. If it happened recently, they would have gotten a photo of it. Yeah. But essentially, what the what he was saying is that it was such an unbelievable sight to see, and the fishermen were afraid of being like accused of murdering their friend (laughs) (laughs) and sticking him in a giant catfish mouth yeah so they just they just take him in halfway in the catfish to like show him it can't it couldn't have just been oh he drowned like (laughs) they had to be like oh you know there's no way that like this death could have happened on its own naturally just from fishing in one of the most dangerous rivers in the world I have to prove... That he got eaten by a catfish. <laughs> Man, what a way to go. Um, but he... Jeremy then says that the fish was identified as the Puriba fish. And he says that it could have been around 500 pounds. The issue with this is... They show the stats for all of the fishes, right? And the maximum, I believe, recorded Puriba is 450 pounds. Yeah. Which, I mean, there could have possibly been 500... But again, if if this is real and a man... Recent, They would have taken the fish and measured it. Like, they would have accounted it. Um, There'd be a little bit more documentation. Yeah. Yeah. And they, like, would have maybe preserved the fish in some way. Also, there is a chance that he did drown and simply the catfish is just a scavenger. That's what we've learned, I think, a lot. Like, the smaller ones... Oh, Mm -hmm. some of the smaller ones might be a little parasitic, but I think most of these catfish are simply just scavengers. I think... And I think that's what he was insinuating because he was saying that the, the net was stuck on a rock and then the fisherman went down to pick it up. And then after four hours, the net came up without the fisherman. So, like, Mm -hmm. it was four hours after that they found the catfish. Like, so, regardless, it's very, it's highly unlikely that, like, the fish wouldn't have survived for four hours choking on this person. Right? It would have, so, so, I think that's... Later in the episode as well, they showed this other fish that was choking on maybe its kid or something. It was (laughs) was like an instance of cannibalism. They emphasized the horrificness of that. And, and like, the fish was, like, incapacitated by just, like, something that was slightly larger than its mouth. So, if a catfish is anything like that, it certainly can't try to swallow a whole human and, like, fight while it's struggling you know i mean it's very relatable right haven't we always had like eyes that are bigger than our mouths <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> we've all learned the consequences of that of of our actions um 
So yeah, Jeremy says that there are three types of catfish that get really big in the Amazon, all three of which are ones that we will encounter in the episode. So there's the Zhao, the red-tailed catfish, and then the Puriba. Yeah, they're mostly all about the same size that he catches. Some are a little bigger than others, but ultimately none of them are too crazy or shocking, you know. Apparently they love the... Um, where water combines, right? Like Yes, I was just going I was just going to that. So Jeremy starts to fish and he goes to the crime scene where Oops, there was <laughs> JP just scared my cat. Yeah. It's okay, JP, he's a scary he's a little scaredy cat. Yeah. Um but Jeremy starts to fish and then he goes to where theoretically this whole accident happened with the man in the catfish, um, where there's a joining of two rivers. And yeah, because of different soil contents, flow rates, and temperatures, there are junctions between two rivers where the water flow creates a distinct line between the rivers. It's kind of incredible. Like, you see that in South Africa and, like, South America where two bodies of water meet, and it's really interesting to view. It's, like, so pretty and, like, crisp. Like, there's this black Rio Negro with the other river that's, like, all this silty, muddy brown, and it's so incredible to watch it like i guess not combine mm-hmm. it, it doesn't we're back <laughs> um yeah but the the division between these two rivers is is actually like really stunning i've also seen ones images before of like where the indian ocean meets I don't remember which ocean. The Pacific. I think no, so. No, 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 or the Atlantic. That's by South Africa, the Cape. It's pretty incredible. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's definitely very stunning. Um, but apparently, this junction is also where catfish like to chill, um, and it is because Jeremy catches his first fish of the episode, which is the Jaou fish. Um, and then the defining feature of this fish is that it's really strong on the line and really aggressive. And Jeremy makes a comment about how he doesn't want the fish, like, the line wrapped around his ankle, or he doesn't want to be head first down the mouth of this fish. It's like, Jeremy, this fish is 80 pounds. Like, the only way that it would have its, your head in its body is if you literally, like, stuck your head in its, in yeah. its mouth. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it was only around 80 pounds. It couldn't be a man-killer. And Jeremy kind of um, then decides, no. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Junction is cool, but what about... It's not what he's looking for. But what about... We, we can do this bigger. That's what Daddy J always says. So what about the biggest river junction in the world? So then he goes to where the two rivers that make up the Amazon combine, which is by Manaus. It looked really cool. Yes. And the separation between the two rivers can actually be four miles long. Yeah. Which is pretty wild. Uh, And then he meets Julio, who caught a... Showed him the bait. Yes. Yes. Um, also, I want to say, is this the guy who, Julio, that he had a shirt of 
like he had a shirt of Jesus on it. Iconic. Or maybe this is someone else. There's I only see- one local I comment on in my notes. And he comes in a little later. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe this is some someone else, but I I think cuz I cuz I I remember writing down that he had like a Jesus shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> cuz I thought it was funny. But so maybe maybe that's different, but he talks about his bait that he makes himself. And uh JP, do you want to explain the process of making this bait? Or- um I just, it was disgusting at last, like, he just keeps some chicken intestines out in the sun over four days to let it marinate. So he takes... Not even in the sun, just marinating, right? So it is in the sun. So he takes the innards of eight chickens. Yum. Oh my god, so delicious. He wraps them around each other, mm. puts it in a tin can. Oh my god, I'm so hungry. Then wraps it in saran wrap or cling film. Oh, I love cling wrap. <laughs> and then puts it out in the sun for three days. Oh my god, delish. To cook. Magnifique. It looks horrifying, and Jeremy is clearly not into it. <laughs> no. As soon as they open the Tupperware or, like, the bucket, whatever they the have in it. The styrofoam box. Jeremy it... immediately, like, almost starts to walk away. Yeah. He wants to jump off that boat, uh, like, now. He's, like, <laughs> he wants the Puriba to take him. It did not work, though. The bait was a big old pile of nothing. So, like, I don't really, ha- like, it was very non-eventful. Manaus is too big of a city, no more fish there, so. And then he was, like, oh, you know, the storm is coming and my fishing rod is basically a lightning rod so no. better go <laughs> no i usually don't comment on the angling anecdotes um so oh. throughout every episode right usually there's some little trivia question where jeremy wade asks like oh what's this what's the biggest size this fish can grow to and then it gives like a b and c right um Usually they're not very interesting, so I haven't brought them up yet. However, this one was kind of cracked. Uh. Well, okay, what it reminds me a lot of is the energy that a lot of straight men give on social dating apps. Oh. They're coming for me. (laughs) The straight men, they're coming for me. But, um, yeah, it's like essentially like They need nudes now. This unnecessary flex mm-hmm. of it like was such a flex. The last time, okay, I want to say. Um, what are the What are the three things <laughs> I've done on a trip in my lifetime? You know, on fishing trips, and I just want to say real quick. I want to tell this story of um, one guy on a dating app. The prompt he put was like, "What is the When's the last time you cried happy tears?" And it was, like, looking at my credit score. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's kind of good, though. It's it's such a... (laughs) Such a flex. It's, like, like so tongue-in-cheek, you know? Well, he just wants you to know, like, he's good financially or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, get over yourself. It's so tacky. It's great. Oh, I love that. I'd swipe right. Um, you know, maybe, I mean, unfortunately, I definitively swiped left, but... Oh, dang. <laughs> See, you don't, you don't, you don't... Maybe I should date men now. Yeah, I yeah. mean, go for it. I, yeah, I have not been using the apps. Yeah. I'm right. sure my girlfriend wouldn't mind. 
No. No. I'm sure not. No. I mean, quite frankly, even when I was in a relationship, I feel like I enjoyed going on my other, my friends' apps, you know? <laughs> Just to be reminded of, like, wow, I'm so glad I don't have to find, like, the diamond in the rough again. Yeah, it is rough, you know? It is rough. Yeah. Um, just like Jeremy's fishing trips. <laughs> oh my god. Because he has been arrested as a spy. He's been in a plane crash. And apparently has caught malaria. Yes. What, what flexes? Wow, you are so cool. Of course the answer has everything. to be. So, thinking of that, I came up with an angling anecdote. Okay. Okay, so what are... So, so I'll give you three options. Um... You tell me whether or not, like, you tell me which one I have not done on vacation. Okay. Number one, eaten, accidentally ate two butterflies. Number two, I choked a friend with my feet while I was asleep. Okay. And number three, um, fell on a bowling ball and broke my chin. I'm going to say all three are correct. No. The bowling ball one? As the one I did not do? Yeah. No. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> swallowed three or two okay. butterflies. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was the one that I was initially like, I feel like that would have come up in our goldfish conversation. <laughs> I swallowed two butterflies? Yeah. Well, because again, the 72 goldfish and then the men eating the goldfish, I feel like that just pops up as like, Oh, hey, you know what weird thing I have eaten in my life? What weird live animal I have eaten in my life? You know? Yeah. I feel like that would have come up in conversation. But you're not surprised by either of the other two. <laughs> I would love to know the logistics You're just like, how... oh, you definitely look like you choke people in your sleep <laughs> with your feet. Like, that's totally I would love to know the logistics of how that came to happen. So both of these things happened when I was like younger than 10 okay or like around that um so i was i'll tell you the bowling one i was bowling in houston texas with some family Yeehaw. and my i guess I, my shoes were a little slippery so my fingers i was i was going up to bowl and my fingers got stuck in the ball oh, no. so the momentum of the ball <laughs> carried me onto the lane and i went chin first into the ball i had to get like eight stitches Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, I bled everywhere. It was really gross. Oh, God. And that would be a blunt injury, too. Mm-hmm. I wonder how you cut yourself. Split right open. Just mm, the pressure, I guess. Pressure. You know, I hit it pretty hard. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I still have a scar there, too. It's a little tucked underneath, but it's there. Mm. Yeah. And then the other one, I was on a camping trip, but there were bears. So we had to evacuate. They, like, crawled up a tree. They were right outside our tent. It was wild. Anyways, I had to share a bed with a family friend who was, like, much older. But, uh, you know what? She was being nice, so she didn't care. But I guess I used to move around and talk in my sleep a lot. Mm -hmm. So I somehow managed to get upside down in the bed, roll onto her side, and then start, like, choke pushing, like, on her throat with my feet and, like, choking her. Wow. <laughs> Like, so she woke up, so who, who woke up first? Did you? She did. I was asleep. I did not remember until the morning. Then she were like, do you know what happened? <laughs> do you remember this? Do you remember me like moving you? <laughs> and like me dying. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember me suffocating? <laughs> oh my God. 
That reminds me once of my my ex when we first got Ollie. Um, I was upset that my ex didn't interact with Ollie more. Mm. Um, so I was like, you should really like pet him when you when you when you want to. And so it was three a.m. and my ex had woken up, and he thought that like Ollie woke him up because Ollie used to like attack his feet all the time. And so he turns around and he starts petting something that he thinks it's Ollie. And it turns out it's my face. <laughs> and so I I wake up to him stroking my face like this, thinking that my face is my cat. You're just like a finger in your mouth. You're like, oh, oh what? Anyways, I immediately shaved my face afterwards. <laughs> some wild things when they're asleep or like semi-asleep yeah um but yeah jeremy just does crazy things in general and he loves to talk about him on national television you know what if you got it flaunted i guess yeah you know i feel like if you what he's paid to do and if you almost die from malaria i feel like you're allowed to like use it of like hey i could have died yeah like it's definitely in his tinder bio right Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all the ladies. On his, um, Raya? Is that the celebrity Tinder? I thought it was, like, Hinge or something. Hinge is not celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's meant for, like, people with, like, who, who... To me, it's just classically been a lot of men with commitment issues who refuse oh. to acknowledge their commitment issues. <laughs> um, there is one that you have to, like, apply for. Right? I think Raya. Raya. Hinge you don't need to apply for. Okay. You can just make a hinge. Like I think they can do photo verification, but you can. Everyone can make a hinge or a, a bumble or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyways, of course the answer is all three, and then after this, uh, he goes to, uh, and this is a phrase that he said in previous episodes: the dark heart of the Amazon. <laughs> And he catches a red-tailed uh, catfish. And JP, I was wondering if you remembered the noise that this fish makes. I wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> Me when I run. <laughs> Do you want to mimic it, or is it was that? Like a... <gasps> it was like a. It was more like a. Like like a. No 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 no. It's like it's like lower. It's like. No 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 no. It's like a. Oh, no. Okay, I gotta, gotta get it. Okay. It's like, oh, oh, oh. I can't do it now. It kind of, yeah, it, it definitely sounds like grunting. A, a very bizarre, like vaguely going sexual. Going too hard on the squat rack or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know when people, when you go to the gym and then there's that guy that is, like, making those weird vaguely sexual grunts and you're like not here man yeah it's like stop hip thrusting like <laughs> give us a break we don't need to see your fucking short shorts right now no no, no. and please if you're wearing such short shorts like have some protection so that people don't see things they don't want to see yeah stuff pops out of that shit yeah 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 this has been a, a psa <laughs> but yes um what happens is as we talk about before is certain fish are able to breathe not just um not just get uh pumped water through the gills so it's able to make these uh little sounds and 
Jeremy starts... That's the best part of the episode, in my opinion. The sounds? Oh, the no. The sounds. Oh, we have to... Sh- oh. Mm. So this is honestly my favorite part. If we part. get a soundboard... Can we get a fish soundboard? Can we get a fish soundboard? I think we can. I think we can record. Okay, yeah. Okay, like, we're gonna get a fish soundboard. We can record the sounds. Well, okay, you know what my dream item is? What? I really want one of those Billy bass, like the Billy bass. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You can play our podcast and see it like move. Yes. Yeah, that'd yes. be awesome. Or have it play one of those sounds. That's our podcast new podcast jingle. It's just gonna be me. <laughs> it could totally. Are you gonna add that in? <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll see if my I'm sure I can make that. I can, I'm sure I can make that a loop. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Um, but Jeremy is feeling up this catfish, as he normally does, and he looks in its mouth and notices that it has these crazy little parasites in its mouth. So many. And this is the kunduru fish. And uh, JP, you know what uh, other hit TV show this reminded me of? What? 90 Day Fiance. Ooh. Did you watch 90 Day Fiance the other way? No, I only watched Rose and Ed's episode. Okay. 90 Day Fiance. So there's this guy from Kentucky. He's Ooh. wild, but he is in love with this woman from uh, the Amazon, like from around the Amazon. I think she lives in Manaus, um, or maybe they live in Manaus now. Um, but anyways, he goes to fully move to the Amazon. So the, Wow, big commitment. So the other way is all about how all these people from the U.S., they can't get their partners here for some reason. So for him, it was because I guess he tried to burn down his ex-girlfriend's house. So he was charged with arson, which is a felony. <laughs> wow, that's such a green flag. It's, you know, that's a Sounds like great material to date. Can I tell you the best part about this? He was fully... Like, I can't, I don't know if he was married to this woman yet, but I think she was pregnant at the time. And he didn't tell her yet that he had, like, the reason why they couldn't get the visa for her to come to the U.S. was because he was arrested for arson. And so he tells her, there's this amazing scene where he tells her and then runs into the Amazon rainforest. And as she's trying to look for him with the camera crew, she gets mugged. She and the camera crew get fully mugged. So they have recordings of, like, their mugging as this man is, like, somewhere in the Amazon. <laughs> 90 Day Fiance the other way. It's fucking lit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. Like, like, nobody heard any audio to that because I just was so taken aback. <laughs> my favorite it's truly my favorite tv show i oh apart from river monsters of course of course um oh my god yes so but anyways this guy he's terrified of all diseases from the amazon because he's only ever lived in kentucky so he's he about whenever, to get all of them it sounds like well so he whenever he goes into the amazon or he's like around the amazon he puts a condom around his dick so that it keeps these these fish from come, going up his dick. When they did Survivor the Amazon, y'all, I'm such a big Survivor nerd. They <laughs> made they made all the men like wear speedos 
Mm-hmm. So that that never happened in any sort of challenge with, regarding water. Are they naked? No, but like they can swim up your board shorts. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay, yeah. I was just, <laughs> I don't know. Isn't this? There is a show that does that, Naked and Afraid. Yeah, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, Survivor would never. Um, but anyways, that's that's my relation to the Kundaroo fish. Is thinking about this man from Kentucky. Wrapping a condom around his flaccid dick. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, because it's just so large. I have that problem too. Don't worry about that. With your dick? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's hard. Um, always. <laughs> <laughs> it's out here with a 10 inch Just flopping around. Only 10. Yeah, I've seen it too. It's pretty massive. Yeah, 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 yeah. She likes to show it off at lab, you know. Hear about that man in Mexico that has like a 27 inch dick? He put weights on his foreskin to pull it out, well, to make it like bigger. How, how long was it to begin with? I think it was pretty long, like already, but like I think it got 20. It's so like he just... can't, like, wait, it's just the foreskin that's long? No, no, no. I think like the actual dick, too. Wait, so can it like be erect? I, I feel like he's too damaged. Like he, I feel like he'd pass out. <laughs> All the blood would just go to his cock. Oh my god, that's so funny. Am I wrong? I feel. I like... mean, that would be a lot of blood. It's probably like like pencil thin. <laughs> like it's just urethra, like nothing else. This man has a twenty-seven inch micro-penis. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it's two D. If you look at it sideways, it's not there. <laughs> But, like, you can't have sex. Like, it's so thin it'd poke through your cervix. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like a needle. Well, you know, like... It's like going to the doctor. Oh, my God. That's... <laughs> but, like, you know when, like, if, if you manipulate your cervix, like, you pass out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that, what's that birth control form where it's, like... IUD? Yeah, it's like an IUD. Yeah. That's his penis. No, well, they, they, (laughs) they literally, they have to, like, they measure, they stick something up your cervix to measure your vagina, and then they insert it, um, and keep in mind, they don't use any anesthetic. Yeah, They say, hey, you want a (laughs) mitol? Before I fucking stick this thing up? Yeah, it's not, it's not a pleasant experience. Yeah. My girlfriend's gonna get hers next month, actually. Well, like, redone. Yeah. I have, I have, I just got one, like, a month and a half ago. I'm so sorry. You're still recovering then, yeah? <laughs> I, it took a, around a week, but around I'm feeling better. Wow. But 12 years. My 12 last, years? Yeah. Dang. It's the non-hormonal one. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun facts. <laughs> but, you know, actually, fun facts... Um, in honor of Women's History Month and International Women's Day, which is tomorrow as we're recording this, you know why they don't give women anesthetic for that? It would make the procedure last longer. What, like an extra two minutes? An extra 30 to 45 minutes. Oh, so sad. I know, and that's literally the only reason why they don't give women anesthetic. Um... For this pretty traumatizing experience that they like they have That's to go through. That's kind of awful. 
Yeah. That's yeah. terrifying. Yay, women! Wait, it can't even be pay to play. <laughs> I think I think if you have bougie insurance, but if oh. you're going to like the UCSD health services, they're not. If like if you're on like shit insurance, you're not gonna get it covered. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> penis fish. <laughs> <laughs> so and much this is, like the pain experienced when again that's why i don't receiving an iud men get the fish form that's why i don't feel bad because oh, i was cringing i was like bracing for impact this entire segment when they talk about the kanduru and how you know oh my god that you know the story i was talking about earlier this man that like has a fish in his urethra for four days they decided, okay, let's go to this scientist lab, this museum in Manaus, and show this man the fish, the dead, like, preserved fish that was up his urethra. And it was actually, like, huge. Yeah. It was enormous. Imagine that going in. Oh, my God. That's that's, that's worse than pencil dick. You know, like, that's... <laughs> That was, it was, like, thick. At least it's temporary, though. Yeah. And Jeremy Wade's like, here, do you want to hold it? He's like, no, I don't want to hold it, the fuck? Yes, so, yeah, so so that's exactly what happens. It's just, it's truly, and, and Jeremy specifically says, he has this wild statement where he's like, I'm going to reunite this man with the thing that threatened his manhood. <laughs> it's like... And again, like, Jeremy, like, when he's hearing about this from the urologist, he's clearly horrified. But then he just sticks this thing in his hand. F- knowing fully well oh, that it was... it was in a dude's dick. It was know? fully in this man's dick. And he just puts it in his bare-ass hand. Like, he doesn't even have gloves on. Actually, yeah, that's pretty nasty. It is. Especially because it's in formaldehyde. Which, I mean, to be fair, like, I have definitely been exposed to formaldehyde several times so why yeah so it's like it's i mean so of medical students everywhere so you know it is what it is but anyways they're they went to this amazonian institute for research and find this dick fish our one woman of the episode there are two women there are two women in stem in this episode oh yeah again happy international women's day tomorrow (laughs) but there were two women out of the like 13 people were introduced. Good enough. <laughs> but they were both, like, pretty high-up women in STEM, which I thought was pretty cool. So I guess that's an improvement from the alligator gar, where the she woman just was eaten. the gar. <laughs> oh, yeah, the child. Yes. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, the, the woman was fully uh, eaten. I was thinking of the fish. Oh, no. Oh! The fish, the, the female fish. No, remember the last episode that we watched? It was... Um, oh, yeah, the mom just dies. The yeah. mom just dies, yeah. Is Killed off by a caiman. Yeah, the only female fisherman that we had met thus far, and she got fucking eaten by a caiman. But anyways, this woman is still alive, and she's actually the curator for the Amazon Amazonian Institute for Research, and she sees Jeremy fussing around, and then she shows Jeremy another fish sample that was retrieved from a dead oh body. Oh my god. And it was it's just... like a... a jar full of, like, these large, like, have you ever seen those hagfish when you see, like, the... Like, in Planet Earth, they show, like, the blue whale carcass down at the bottom of the ocean, all these hagfish rolling around. It looked like that, except the freshwater version. Yes, and a bit smaller, I think, because yeah. I think hagfish are pretty fucking big. Um, same vibe, though. Same, exactly the same vibe. And the curator mentions that... The 
Kanduru Asu. Yes, there's the... the relative of the penis fish, mm-hmm. right? They basically do the exact same thing a hagfish would, mm-hmm. to add to the, I guess, the analogy. Um, but, like, they see a corpse, whether or not it's human or fish, they don't give a crap, and they just eat it from the inside out. Like, they'll, they'll find an orifice or carve an orifice just, like, into the leg. And they started, like, showing all these pictures of this, like, dude's leg, mm-hmm. you know? And it looked, like, very recent, like, fleshy. Like, it had life to it. And yeah. <laughs> so, so they say that the wounds look like bullet holes, right, in the episode. Yeah. Did it, though? It just looked like huge gashes that a fish could swim in. I think some of the images that they showed looked, like, pretty distinct, like, holes. Mm-hmm. So I can see how you can... Uh, mistake it for bullet holes but i i agree like a vast majority of them did not look like bullet holes um but then he goes to the morgue and like jp says he clearly doesn't want to be there and they show these images again with the horror slasher movie sound Mm -hmm. yes it was very graphic i just the most graphic we've seen actually I, uh, de- I mean, well, because all the other ones aren't real. <laughs> all the Vision other... Imaginactimate. Like, I'm sh- yeah, I'm sure if we had actually seen this man's body in a fucking massive-ass catfish, it would be pretty fucking graphic. But it's just some fucking mannequin that they stuffed With legs. Like, it wasn't even that. It was so photoshopped. It was so sad. It was so photoshopped. Um, yeah, and, and I mean, again... These photos are horrifying, but their presentation was so over the top that I kind of found it kind of funny. But that's just me being very morbid because I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. I was still thinking about my urethra. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I I was thoroughly enjoying how uncomfortable Jeremy was that entire time. <laughs> Um, oh, and then they. Well, then eventually, should we go to when he's just at that person's house, like throwing dead fish yes! in the water? Yes, he's like, oh, I'm out of a person's. I'm actually right out. I'm on a person's house right now, and I'm just gonna stick a dead fish. See how many like these gross ass kanduru wasu fish they that come pop out, and oh my god, the amount of fish! So he throws in this like dead fish corpse that looks kind of small. But then when he pulls it out, like, like 30 freaking, like, eels just flop out into this bucket. Into it was bucket. disgusting. It was horror. It was, it was very horrifying. I will say, as a scientist, I am confused as to think, as to how he thinks that this is scientific. Because he's trying to show that these creatures will go into, like, live people. Right, so he like the the curator uh, at the research institute said that there were maybe some cases where people were drunk or they weren't able to really defend themselves from the fish, and that they could have the fish could have possibly gotten into them when they were alive. Yeah, but that was such a leading question, though. As anybody that has a brain would just assume, oh my god, like I guess it's like it's basically saying, well, this like. Okay, I don't want to be political. You can definitely take this out. But, like, just, like, (laughs) if, like, a vaccine, right? Like, oh, of course, I guess theoretically you could, like, somehow get the sickness or become worse due to a vaccine. But, like, 99.9% of the time it's going to do its job and 
aren't going to affect you significantly long term. So like it's basically the same thing, right? Like I guess somebody that's alive like the fish could mistake it for being dead and start chowing down, but in reality that's not an issue. Yeah. Exactly. It's just not it's just not a practical reality of the situation. It's just very much hyperbolizing and dramatizing this fish. And again, why would it need to go out of its way to kill something that's alive when it's in one of like the Amazon River which is so full of life yeah. that it probably will forever have access to dead animals to eat. Yeah. Like there's just absolutely no need for it. Um but but they are freaky and they are creepy looking and I mean I mean, yeah, the only reason why the parasitic ones go after like humans is because they're dumb enough to think that we're fish. Mm-hmm. So exactly, I mean, really, the only connection between these two fish, and I mean, this is interesting, is that they are both catfish. Mm-hmm. Like they're like all of these species of fish that are talked about in these episodes are catfish. So it does speak to like just the variety of catfish that you know is encountered. Yeah, it's like the catfish family is enormous. As we've definitely he gets into in this episode. Like mm-hmm. there are so many and it's such so diverse. Apart from the fact that the most of the ones we meet in this episode are, are scavengers, right? It's very hard to pin down or at least make the claim that all of them are some dangerous animal that you need to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but in his uh, last Hail Mary attempt to catch a killer catfish that could eat a human. He goes fishing once more and is able to catch a Puriba. Um, not big, only around 80 pounds. But as he's catching... <laughs> okay. Grunting. Yes, it's grunting again. <laughs> it's very similar sounds. <laughs> again, it's just like, man, like, just weightlift less like it's not that hard <laughs> i can't even do it i don't know how to encapsulate i gotta practice my catfish grunt next week i say let's have a catfish grunting contest you have so many samples of me just making weird noises now isn't that crazy <laughs> you have a collection you got like 20 varieties of different grunts like what do you think the point of this podcast was oh you're right <laughs> full blackmail <laughs> um Black as the Rio Negro. Oh. Yeah. Um, but he, so it's not, again, this Puriba with all this grunting is only about 80 pounds. And he, which he says is man-sized, but I just disagree because no man is 80 pounds that, like, no healthy man is <laughs> around 80 pounds. That is, like, literally an 11-year-old child is around 80 pounds. I don't know. All those tiny short kings out there, this is not directed at you. It's just, again, it's... Why try to make it man-sized when it does not, and when it is not man-sized? Yes, yes. It's just any, but that's not the scariest thing about this episode, and never will be. No, but but um, as he he then goes off to this point of like, yes, this fish is only eighty pounds, but they found a fish choking on the surface of the water, and they pull out this half-skeletonized other fish that is essentially the same size of the fish that tried to eat it. So he's then using that as justification to suggest that catfish might not always have 
the best sense of how big their prey is. So they would eat a human and die. Have you ever just accidentally <laughs> eaten a human? <laughs> no. Also, I think, like, a watermelon would probably be a good comparison in terms of, like, our mouth and head size. Yes! And I have never accidentally thought a cantaloupe and, and was like, let me try to fit that thing in my mouth, you know? I mean, I will cut it in half and take a spoon at it. Wait, can you fit a f- your fist in your mouth? <laughs> so that's like, that's like a thing. I don't know if I... I can't. Again, uh, you asked me about my gag reflex earlier. I don't know if I want... <laughs> <laughs> We're <This> revealing is... <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we should have done this for the Valentine's Day episode. Oh my god. Everybody, find out whether or not put your fist in your mouth and tell your partner. Personal challenge, yeah. Yeah, Or put it on your Tinder bio. Yeah, put it in the comments on our podcast if you can fit your fist in your mouth. Ooh, do we have comments? I think so, yeah. Or reviews, right? Oh, yeah, reviews. On Spotify Mm -hmm. and things like that. So yeah, let us us know. Um, But yeah, just... With all of that being said, um, the final thing, could this catfish, or catfish in general, be a man-eater? And just like with all River Monsters episodes, it's unclear. Just please don't (laughs) pee in the river. (laughs) Don't pee in the river. That's my takeaway. (laughs) Wear a Speedo, or at least protect yourself. Use a condom. Use a condom. (laughs) Don't stand above the water and just pee in front of your friends. A fish is going to come up and... Cosmic karma you to oblivion. I have to ask, though, if <laughs> if the penis is flaccid, yes. wouldn't the condom fall off? Unless it's massive, yes. Yes. Unless he has a very small condom, I guess. <laughs> Ties it with a rubber band. Yeah, fucking safety pins it. I don't, uh, you know, yeah. whatever he uses. Safety, oh, safety pin sounds painful. Well, I assume not through his skin, just like kind of bunch it up a bit. Although I don't know how successful it'll be if you want to actually use it later on. Oh, don't. <laughs> no. No. No, 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 no. I mean, to be fair, that woman was from 90 Day Fiance did get pregnant, so, yeah. you know. Maybe it was in the river. Maybe that's exactly what happened. <laughs> We've heard some great stories about um, sex on the beach. Why not sex on a Amazon beach? Sex on the river. Mm. Mm. Actually, the beach in the so so okay. Before we wrap this episode up, they do like take one of the red. I think it was a red tail catfish or or the the last catfish to the edge of the Amazon River and the beach there actually looked kind of nice and like pretty. Mm. You remember it was like orange and sandy and calm. It was very pretty to look at. Surprisingly, I, I mean I can't remember. I do remember in general the beaches by the Amazon being very sandy mm-hmm. and also all these houses. Like, on the river, having those docks, it kind of would be fun to do a little cannonball in the river. <laughs> I don't know about it. Maybe not. I'll stay on the beach. I'll stay on the shore. Again, I feel like I feel like if you're a dead body, yes, you're going to get eaten. But, like, I feel like an overwhelming majority... Like, again, people swim in the, in the Amazon River every day. So, like, I don't know. I, I may be a bit, like... I feel like it might be... As we've seen with River Monsters, extremely over-exaggerated, oh. truly how dangerous. Especially in these common places where, like, people swim all the time. I just can't imagine it being that dangerous of a place. But well, I'm taking no chances. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a penis, so, you know, that that's my bias. Um, so, do you want to know the feet count? Yes, I'm ex- and expecting it to be low. So, you're wrong. First off, in addition to the feet count, there were... And, any guesses? If you said you're wrong, I'd say maybe 18. Wow. On the money. Wait, really? Literally 18. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I also took a second tally of corpse feet. Oh, I forgot about the corpses. <laughs> That's why it's kind of high. That's why it's high. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. I really How don't... many feet in the episode were corpse feet? I'm guessing like 14. 16. 16. Oh, see, that's that's what got me. Damn. Corpse. The corpse feet. Damn. Yeah. Don't pee in the river and don't forget about corpse feet. <laughs> They're everywhere. Did you have any other any other counts? Any Um, no. Those are that was it. I was too okay. horrified by the penis stuff. That's a little much. No. Fair yeah. enough. Fair Which enough. Have, like that's like a thing, you know, like people like putting things in their like penis you know to like it's like a erotic thing oh some you know? people get it's off like on those, that yeah nah i can't think of it it's, i don't want anything near my urethra <laughs> no thanks that is that is a sensitive I mean, near location. but not up yeah i'll take near but like nothing that could vicinity. go up you know <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah i can i i i fully understand that mm-hmm. yeah Take your pencils away. <laughs> Get them yeah. away. Some some people have some bizarre bizarre fetishes. Yeah. But you know what? To to each their own. Yeah. To each their own. Yeah, maybe maybe someone was yeah. watching this and losing their goddamn minds. Yeah. If you if you have a pencil if 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 you like pencils, if you have a pencil dick, if you can fit your fist in your mouth, please leave a review. Maybe like this, follow this podcast. Um, we're here for you. We have your good content and we'll give you some more. So, uh, please continue to listen. Yes, we love you and we will talk to you next week. Any other public service announcements before we wrap up? Um, not just, oh, don't be that guy on the dating app that does a weird flex. Yeah. That's another PSA. Just be cool. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down, be humble. Sit down. Especially if you're a straight man, because I guarantee you half of these women, are at least half, like, have, are so much fucking cooler than you. Just be nice. It's much easier to get a date that way. Yes. <laughs> oh, so next week is Freshwater Sharks. <gasps> yes, the bull shark. Bull shark. We'll um, see you then. Yes. We'll see you then. Okay, bye. Bye.